Counting calories is out. Weight loss is an internal game, what I like to call weight release, and it all starts from within. You're listening to Confidence From Within, a podcast for women ready to feel good about their bodies, rediscover their confidence, and share their brilliance with the world. I am your host, Juliana Lehman, mind-body weight release expert and lifelong health seeker. And I am so pleased to have you here. Let's get started. You're listening to episode number 93 of Confidence From Within podcast. And as always, I am your host, Juliana Lehman. And today's special guest is Mariah. And we talk about human design. If you are new to the concept, then this episode will be perfect for you because she starts at the beginning and explains what it is and how can you use human design for your own experience. We use myself as an example throughout to really hopefully give you examples and really clarify some of the concepts because in a way, human design can be a little intimidating and complex if you're brand new to it. But Mariah done a brilliant job and making it easy to understand and practical. But also what is really special is that towards the end of the episode, we talk about how to use your human design specifically for your weight release journey. And she given such important, beautiful points that I think would be very valuable to you, as well as how to get your chart done. So at least you have a basis for it. And she also has a free mini course for you if you're a beginner to understand the terminology and also be able to make sense of some of the words. Um, as you start looking in your charts and getting readings done and things like that, if that's what you choose to do. Super fun episode. And I think you're going to love it, especially if this is a brand new concept to you. So let, without any further ado, let me properly introduce you to Mariah. Mariah is a 5-1 emotional generator. She shares her journey with human design over on the generator way. She's a strong believer that if we all could do what we love and what we're uniquely designed for, the world would be a happier place. Mariah also runs Bloom Hustle Grow, helping service-based entrepreneurs get their business operations organized and optimized to make the hustle happier. She's an MBA and has spent many years saying it is a great idea, but how are we going to execute that while working behind the scenes, helping other entrepreneurs run their businesses? Here is Mariah. Hi, Mariah, and welcome to the show. I am so grateful and truly looking forward to our time together. Welcome. Thank you so much. I'm so excited to be here, and I can't wait for us to dive in. I know. This is one of the coolest topics we had on the podcast, I may say. And when we have a fun story of how we met, I usually like just to kind of quickly, you know, share that with the listeners. And we met through a business mastermind. And I think that's really special because we got to see each other from a very real, vulnerable, kind of like behind the scenes perspective, right? And there's mm-hmm. something about you and your energy that just really resonates with, <laughs> with me and how I operate. So I'm just so glad we're able to keep in touch and to do this today. So thank you so much for making the time and coming here to share your wisdom in the topic of human design. <laughs> well, thank you so much for having me today, Juliana. I can't wait to dive in. So let's just start at the beginning 
you know, for the listeners that don't know anything about it, describe to us what is human design? So human design is really, I like to say it's just a structure to get to know yourself better. Um, It is based off of your birth date, your birth time and your birth location. So there's um, astronomy in there. There's um, some gene keys. There is it's a lot of different modalities that have kind of been put together into this thing called human design. I'm not going to go too far down that yeah. rabbit hole, but um, for me, it's just a way to get to know yourself better. It is a structure that allows you to really dig into um, how you operate best, how you make decisions best, and just kind of like what is best for how you live your life. And mm-hmm. just like with anything though, you know, it's, a lot of people can be really intense about it. That is not my take on human design. <laughs> um, it's like with anything, it's what connects with you and what serves you go for it. And, yeah. you know, if it doesn't serve you, let it go. And, you know, anybody who I've learned from human design from um, who I've taken trainings from, you know, they really do have the philosophy of, and this is what I connect with is like, you know, it's not meant to make you not do anything. It's not meant to be Mm -hmm. seen as a barrier, like, Oh, I'm not this particular energy type or this thing within human design. It's really not meant to be used that way. It's just meant as a way to get to know yourself better. And um, one of my very first readings I had, and she called it like the ultimate permission slip. And I've heard a couple other um, (laughs) trainers call it that it really is. It's really about saying, Oh my gosh, this is how I operate best. That is so cool. Like, and how can I explore that further? And how can I experiment with that? Mm-hmm. Um, and that's really what drew me to human design is I, um, I had a reading done and it was just so spot on. I was like, Oh my God, you know, I recognize how I operate. Even I told my husband about it. And he was like, what did, what kind of information did you give this woman before like, <laughs> you got started? And I'm like, nothing. I gave her like, again, like your birthday, your birth time and where you're born. And, um, you know, it just, it was so spot on that it kind of blew my mind a little bit. And I was just really fascinated with the modality of human design and how it can be applied to business and just how to operate your life. And, um, you know, ever since then, I've been diving in and I've done some reader trainings and, you know, just basically, um, kind of went down the rabbit hole of human design and learned what I could about it and have have been um, using it for my business and kind of like my routines and stuff ever since. I love it. It's funny. Like I've been, I heard about it, I would say for many years before I got my first reading in 2019 as well. And it's one of those things that when you keep hearing about it, then eventually get curious about it. Um, And I think my experience was similar to what you described that it gave me permission more than told me this is how to operate. It was almost like it helped me understand that, oh, that is why I operate this way, despite popular opinion. And I'll give you a specific example. One of the things that was said to me um, was that I, because of my design, I'm a generator. We're going to talk about that in a bit that, you know, I can work like really long hours if I'm really inspired and fulfilled and then go to bed really happy. Right. Whereas a lot of times people always said to me that, oh my gosh, you have no work-life balance, but I've always thought I'm happy this way. (laughs) So what is wrong with it? Like, why is that a problem? And then what was said to me, I thought, oh, so that makes sense. Because if I were to push those hours in an unhappy, 
know, career choice, I would probably be miserable, but because I'm doing what I want, right? Like I have such a capacity to, to work long hours and be happy. And so that was just like a small, like, a specific example that I took a deep breath. I was like, okay, I like this. <laughs> this works. Yeah. Right. Yes. That, I mean, that's the biggest thing I think is just realizing, okay, this is how I'm designed and it's okay. And it gives myself permission to say, you know what? It doesn't matter what anybody else says. It doesn't matter. You know, so Julie and I are both um, generators and a generator is the energy type. And that's kind of like the highest level of human design. So there is a lot of different um, components to your human design chart. And when you first pull your chart, if you're like me, I was just like, what the heck is this? <laughs> Who has time to figure this out? Like, I was just like, I don't know. Like, so I really encourage anybody who like wants to explore human design, find somebody to do a reading for you. That is the easiest way to get yeah. to know your human design. And it's just like, it, it's just so much easier to get the big picture of it if you have somebody do a reading for you. Mm -hmm. um, but if you're interested in kind of seeing your chart, um, I recommend my body graph or myhumandesign.com. Both of those, you can get a free chart and you just put again, I probably have said this like five times now, sorry, um, your birthday, your time and location, yeah. and it'll pull your chart for you. So the various high level is your energy type. So that's kind of like your best mode of operation. Um, mm -hmm. And there is five energy types. And each one kind of works a little differently. And Juliana and I are both generators. And that kind of like we're a lot of people call it like the worker B type or, you know, <laughs> something along that, like we're kind of like the energizer bunnies. So as long as, yes. as Julia said, as long as it's something that you feel really passionate about and that like lights you up, you can just go, go, go. Like you can work on it and yeah. you don't want to go to bed. You don't want to <laughs> yes. like put it down and watch TV or whatever. And you know, that is fine. And we do hear a lot in our culture, like, Oh, work like balance, but they, you know, a lot of times people like that just don't understand that it's actually hard to pull back. And it's not to say you shouldn't have balance and you definitely need to, you know, take breaks. Yeah. But as generators, we're really meant to like ride that wave until we kind of like don't want to do it. And we, yeah. you know, we crave <laughs> the break and that's the next thing. Um, whereas like if you're a projector energy type, you are meant to kind of work a little more in sprints. So like three or four hours at most is kind mm -hmm. of really what you're meant to do as a focus, like, projector is like you work for those three or four hours and then you rest you have a lot of downtime you just kind of like you like to just think and have your you know like have a lot of space in your schedule mm -hmm. um, so it just really depends on your energy type but most human design um, practitioners say start with your energy type get to know that and how um, that impacts your life do your inner authority which is connected to your energy type and mm -hmm. that's your way of making decisions Mm -hmm. And then your profile lines. So if you pull your chart, you'll see those. Um, and I actually do have a free like course just to kind of get you started on how to oh, cool. just your basic course, um, just your basic chart. I love it. Just because like I said, when I did it, I was like, okay, there's a bunch of weird images and lines and yes. numbers. And <laughs> I'm like, this means nothing to me. Unlike when you do Myers-Briggs or something, it comes out with that nice little report. Yeah. Unfortunately, human design doesn't automatically have that, you know, when you put, when you pull yeah. your, when you pull your chart. But again, that's why there's readers um, and people that do that, but you can like get the basis 
I have a free um, course and on my website, the generator way I love it. generator. I'm totally and, enjoying um, that. Like no doubts. And I'm putting the links below because this is actually super cool. <laughs> thank you. Yeah. So anyway, I'm not going to go like into how to read your chart in this particular podcast. This is more like, I feel like a good space to talk about like what you can get from human design, yeah. less about what your particular energy type is or mm-hmm. anything. But I do have to say, um, since I discovered human design, it's so interesting to interact with other business owners, especially like masterminds where you get to like know kind of their routines and habits and rhythms. Um, I'm just like, oh, yeah, she's totally a generator. And I have to share, (laughs) hopefully Juliana doesn't mind, but I definitely have to share a little something about her and um, just like how she works, how I've gotten to know her through the mastermind. She like she has an idea for something. And she just goes for it. Um, <laughs> I can remember she was like, I'm going to change my course platform. Three days later, oh, I changed all my course stuff over to this new platform. I'm like, what the heck? Oh, and, I'm an operations <laughs> and I'm an operations person. And I've done that for other people. And I was like, um, excuse me, what? You're like, no, this is impossible. Thank you. And, um, <laughs> and she just shared something else with me that I was like, Oh my gosh, I cannot believe you did it in this time frame, which was she wrote a book in six months. I really think only a generator would be able to do that. I'm serious. Like I literally have, I don't even know anybody who's like, oh, I wrote a book in six months. That blows my mind. Even as a fellow generator, that blows my mind. I love it. Thank you so much, so, Do you want to tell them a little bit about yes. the book I spilled the secret? <laughs> yes, absolutely. And I want to say one thing too, that, um, you know, just one, I'll highlight one thing and I'll come back to the book. You said something that I think is really important that I want to just kind of pinpoint that a lot of the generic advice out there, anywhere from business to personal life that we hear, which is, this is how it should be, you know, this is balance. And you know, none of it applies to anybody because we're always going to be an exception to the rule because the rule shouldn't even exist, right? Like if you are, like you said, like a projector versus a generator, we will have a completely different experience of how we use our energy, right? So if you were to try to generally say that, oh, you know, we can only work for 15 minutes, research shows and then have to take a break. Like if I'm doing something completely inspiring, maybe five minutes is long enough, or I can do it for 10 hours if I'm inspired, right? So it is so, so cool. And I think that's one of the great things, even at the very superficial level of just knowing your energy type, to it's like that permission slip you said that the way you operate that is the most natural to you is the best way for you because that's who you are right like so I think it's great it's a great way to not keep trying to change ourselves to fit this mold that doesn't exist because we're all so unique based on you know our birth type and location and all the things you said so that's super cool um the other thing I was going to mention because it has to do with the book as well So one of the things I was told in my 2019 reading, and that thing I do not like for complete transparency until I better understood. So what that thing, what the person said to me was that um, you are not the starting force of an idea. You are somebody that ideas come to you, you recognize and you run with it, right? And I'm like, no, like... (laughs) (laughs) I myself started and I was so resistant to it because I actually misunderstood. Right. So it took me Mm -hmm. a long time to actually grasp it. And the book is a perfect example for that. So in terms of authority, and I know we can talk about that in a bit, like I'm a sacral authority. 
And it's funny because if something doesn't sit right with me, it's almost like my core tightens it and it's almost physically painful. Like it's almost like if I have to make a really big decision, one time I was trying to decide on something really expensive that I wanted to purchase, like a program. And it was like all the muscles in my core were like screaming no at me, right? It was, and I decided not to, thank goodness. And in hindsight, it was the perfect decision. But having those tools, like I said, really helps us. And about the book, it was about, say, like I mentioned to you before we started recording, like I've wanted, I had this dream for literally 10 years. I'm not kidding. I did the math. (laughs) It was 10 years. And I could have probably done it before, but it never felt right, if that makes sense. Right. Mm -hmm. And then late October into November last year, uh, one of the mentors that I re- really look up to, he hosted this publisher that, you know, has a bit of a hybrid publishing method. That's what I'm like, working with. And he basically, this mentor of mine brought pu- the idea of publishing a book to my universe, <laughs> to my realm of possibilities. Yeah. So literally the idea came to me very much like I would say a good old generator would. And well, I and knew. that's the thing. Sorry, sorry, Joy. That's the thing about being a generator is like we are meant to respond. Yes. So we kind of do need those things in our environment and to be exposed to. I don't even want to say the idea, but it, it, you know, that's a good way to describe it. But it's kind of like you're exposed to is this a possibility for me? And then you listen to your body and say, like, and then your body lights up as a generator and says, yes, it's a big yes for me, (laughs) or it tightens and it says it's a no. So that's a big part of like learning your human design, experimenting with it is learning your body signals. Um, I did not mean to interrupt, but it was a perfect segue. But it was really like so clear when it happened. And I had this entire reaction, like almost like this, openness. And if I were to be very honest, it felt to me like there was no other way that mm-hmm. I could have gone forward without doing this. Like he was like so certain, which I love. right? And I was like, Oh, so I said to my husband, um, I think this is time I want to publish a book. And he is just so supportive. Like, like he's supportive <laughs> of everything. So he's a good guy. Um, but he was so excited about it. Like he really was. And it was almost like this extra little something, right? I got started. Like I'm working with a book architect and she has been so awesome. And I don't know, the whole process has been so beautiful. And yeah, and then the writing just like in a very interesting way. I know I'm like a good writer in the sense that I write easily, but Mm -hmm. the way the book came through me was even surprising to me. It was almost like everything just had a place and it had to be there. And it was just such an interesting process. And I am like beyond excited. And I actually have the manuscript printed now, like at the time of recording is just going into editing very, very soon. And it is such a special phase (laughs) of the process, looking at cover options and all of that fun stuff. So, so yeah, it is coming soon. (laughs) Hey there, have you heard of my new book release? A Woman's Guide to Releasing Weight in Midlife Through Becoming a Body's Best Friend? If not, go to naturallyjoinus.ca slash book or click the link in the show notes below to learn more and to see if this is the right book for you. I wrote this book for women to read before your next diet. 
And this is not a book about weight loss, another diet trend, or a magical solution you have not tried yet. This is instead a rebellion against hating our bodies and trying to change who we are. Together, we will release all that no longer serves you so you can get the body you want and make midlife the best and healthiest years of your life. I cannot wait for you to get the book. So go to naturallyjoyous.ca slash book to learn more. Now back to the episode. I have to say though, it's like the perfect example of a generator, like living their like best generator life or like living, people call it living their design, like truly, because if you have that gut response, if you feel really lit up about it and you follow it, even if it maybe doesn't make sense right now or anything else, it's really about learning to to tap into those gut responses to kind of tap into what the universe is kind of sending your way or nudging Mm -hmm. you towards. And when you're able to tap into that, things are supposed to like run smoother and happen faster and just, Mm -hmm. and have that just feeling of like, Oh my gosh, you know, I'm on the right track and I'm doing things at the right time. Um, So, I mean, that could not be a better example of (laughs) a generator living their design, to be honest. So it's so perfect that we get to talk about this right now Um, because, you know, but that's it, but it takes a while to really learn to trust yourself. Right. Like, and I think that's something you work with a lot of women, you know, in your program, you know, obviously we're kind of on different sides of like trusting yourself, um, (laughs) but it really is about like, okay, what's best for me? What actually makes me feel good? What makes me feel lit up? And, you know, and you're what you could talk about what you do for women and, you know, how you let them tap into that in terms of like, you know, what they eat and how they feel, but I'm not going to talk for you, (laughs) um, you know, but that's where it really intersects. Like human design does is it's really about learning to trust your instincts and learning to listen to your body and not always let your mind run the show and of Mm -hmm. those shits, right? Like I should be doing this or I should be doing that. Or, you know, this isn't the kind of responsible thing to do, or this isn't the thing that society tells Mm -hmm. me to do. And human design, I think just gives you a structure and encourages you to tap into those like more gut feelings and your instincts and listen to your intuition. Yeah, absolutely. And even like specifically, like when it comes to, you know, the weight loss space, I would say, you know, everybody has an angle, everybody has like a way that they do things. So, you know, people are left with so many rules, right? That this is right, mm-hmm. this is wrong. And one of the big ones that I wanted to point out that I see often that I usually like slowly and surely like wean women off is like a lot of the diet labels, right? So say the ketos, the vegans, the whatever paleos and stuff. And, you know, there's nothing traditionally wrong with any of the approaches, but, you know, it depends. Some bodies do better with a style versus the other, but also as mm-hmm. we age sometimes that's, that stops working, right? And sometimes the body needs a change, but if we're so attached to like a mold that we feel this is the only way it is difficult to listen to it. And I think through human design, like even understanding like how I make decisions from like a sacred place versus an emotional place, like the more you get to understand your body from all these different angles, I think the more tools, like it's a great tool in your toolbox so that you can decide for yourself, is the diet working? Is the food working? Is this relationship working for you? Right. Rather than just like listening Mm -hmm. to, Uh, like advice online saying this is right this is wrong like I think nothing is either like it depends on your belief structure 
you are the determinant of whether or not something even works for you. Right. So. Yes. So spot on. I mean, that's really kind of, I see human design is like breaking down the boxes that we put ourselves in and Mm -hmm. allowing us to, you know, really look at it as like, is this serving me? Is this really what I want and not just what I think I should, you know, like what society has told me I wanted or what has been kind of shitted upon. I think it sounds like a really bad word. Sorry guys. (laughs) But you know, what has been like, you know, all the shoulds that you kind of collect. And sometimes we don't even realize that we're collecting them. Right. Cause you maybe see um, somebody you follow on Instagram and they're all about the kiddo thing. And then you try it and you feel bad. But because you have it in your head, no, this is the only solution. This is the only way to go. It's hard sometimes to step back and be like, no, I'm my own authority of myself. Like I can recognize that this particular maybe diet isn't working for me or this particular way I'm operating my business is not working for me. Or, you know, this particular way that I'm like, maybe, you know, parenting my kids isn't even working for me, right? Like, it's just really about stepping back and being like, is this the best way that I operate? Is this the best way to live my life? And not in a judgmental way, but in a very like, just, I'm curious about it. I Mm -hmm. want to experiment. What if I didn't do it this way? What if I let go of some of those things that I just have in my head that somebody else has put on me? And that, Mm -hmm. I mean, this has always been something that I've struggled with is like, I get it. I get things stuck in my head. Like somebody says something, it's Same. not even maybe somebody that is that impactful to me, but it like gets stuck in there. Like, no, you have to do it this yeah. way. No, you have to like, you know, run your business this way. You have to do these strategies. If you don't follow these strategies, you're going to fail. Like you're yeah. not doing it right. Mm-hmm. And you just never know, like kind of what gets stuck in there and having a structure and um, having guidance on kind of being like, wait, Maybe this isn't best for me. It's not to say you're throwing everything out the window, but it's just giving you that space and um, a structure in which to step back and say, how, you know, could I do this better? Could I be happier? Mm -hmm. And I definitely think you probably lead your, you know, I know you lead your program very much in a similar philosophy is just like, how can I be better? How can I feel better in that? Exactly. And even like the book itself, right? Because I'll say that quickly because actually do not answer the question you asked me. So what the book is about, the book is called Release. And it's very much based on my weight release methodology. But what the book is about is a book that I want women to read before they start any weight loss attempts or any way to change their bodies. It's not a weight loss book. It is very much that the mindset beforehand. And the intention of the book is really to um, through, you know, my own learning journey and process to help you become your body's best friend. And that is, in my opinion, the way to decide what's healthiest for you, regardless of what you eat or don't need and stuff later on. So it's very much like, you know, breaking the rules in a slightly different format as well. And I think what I do is so relevant to it. Cause even like, as you're saying, like what I call in my working program, what you just described is like the authorities, all these little voices and it could be even ourselves in a younger, you know, version of us or Mm -hmm. society or a specific person in our lives that are always giving us those pieces of information and some stick, right? And yep. really, it almost like it becomes a little bit of like a truth, <laughs> a kernel of truth. And then we run our decisions and our processes through that 
you know, point of perspective. And I think it's very interesting if you're using human design. So maybe let's talk a little bit about in terms of like I talked about the whole sacral, you know, authority thing. So maybe give a little bit of uh, explanation of the different types so that people may feel, okay, maybe I'm not like me, like that my gut tells me whether or not it's a go or no go. Uh, what are the other ways that we can tap into our intuition so we are have more certainty in terms of how we want to proceed? Yes, that's a great topic. So we kind of, you know, as I said, Jelena and I are generators. So our, um, our inner, so we, so human design has a thing called inner authority. And this is kind of where you tap in to make decisions for yourself. Um, And for us, it's our gut, it's our sacral. So we have a gut response as a, as a generator, um, particularly a sacral generator, you can also be an emotional generator. So this is from your solar plexus, and your emotions kind of rule your decision making. So as an emotional being, you have highs and lows. And this was really um, very eye-opening for me because I've always kind of had highs and lows and sometimes they don't make sense, right? Like, you know, (laughs) and obviously we're not going to, um, mental health and like depression is very real and we're kind of not talking about that, but just like, you know, outside of that, um, you might still have like highs or lows, but it doesn't make sense. Like yesterday might be a really good day and you wake up and you're just kind of in a funk, right? Um, which everybody can have, whether or not you're emotional authority, but if you're an emotional authority, you want to make sure that's not important inflicting on your decision making. So um, as a generator and emotional authority, I still use my sacral to make decisions. So I'm looking for my gut instinct, but I'm also being aware of like, am I in a high or low? Because if I'm in low, I may be more negative about Mm. the situation or the request. If I'm in a high, I may be more excited about it, but then I regret it like Mm -hmm. a day later when I come down. Each energy type, which I said, there's five Um, There's generator, manifesting generator, projector, manifester, and reflector. Mm -hmm. Um, So each of these types, they have, depending on what centers are defined in your human design charts. And if your center is defined, that means you have consistent energy in that particular center. So Mm -hmm. for instance, if your throat is defined, you have consistent energy to your threat, which means like, you're really good at talking, you can communicate things pretty clearly, and you just get them out, right? Mm -hmm. Whereas if it's undefined, you may, you may feel more resistant to like, just speaking, you kind of want to wait. And, you know, make sure that you're saying what you meant to say, you're saying it in a way that's meant to say, or you kind of wait for somebody to more or less invite you to speak like they ask your opinion Mm. on it. So you may be less of the person to like jump right into the conversation. Um, But again, it doesn't mean that you don't have a voice or anything. It's just like you have a little less um, consistent energy there. So that but certain centers, if they're defined or undefined, create your inner authority. So the sacral is like a really big one. And then solar plexus is a really big one. So Mm -hmm. that's your emotional one. You also have splenic. So that's, that's listening to your instincts. That's um, really tapping into your intuition more so than like that gut response Mm. or your head, like you can have a mental authority. So you actually are using more of your logic in your brain, but very few people actually have that authority, but we're kind of taught to logic things out. And it's not saying if you're following human design, you don't logic things out. It's just, though, it is really about kind of stepping out of the head 
and asking your body how you feel for most people. Like I said, there is a mental authority, but it's like a very small percentage of the population. Mm. If you're a reflector, that means all of your centers are undefined. So if you pull your chart and your reflector, you don't have any color in your chart. Yes. It's all just like I know white. one reflector in my life, actually. And it's very, <laughs> it, that one's also very, very rare. Yeah. Um, so that's about, I think they say 1% of the population. Wow. And um, with that, you're supposed to wait a lunar cycle to make your decisions. Mm. And of course, that's not always practical, but for any really big decision, it may be something that you consider as like, waiting that lunar cycle to um, make sure you're sure of any like really big life changes in your life. You can also have a heart authority. Mm -hmm. um, and that is just and with that you really want clarity and make sure like your heart, like you know how they say your heart's in it. Yeah, you're looking for like, you know, do you feel really connected to this cause? Do you feel really connected um, from that place of like your heart or your soul? to do whatever, you know, whatever the big decision is. Mm -hmm. um, people teach human design a little differently in your inner authority. I personally think it's best to look at it from like bigger decisions and then kind of how you can apply it more to your everyday because some of the um, authorities don't really like apply to your kind of like, do I want a cheeseburger or do I want yes. I know, like, uh, tacos or whatever? Yeah. Sorry, I always go to food, but um, perfect you know, example so here. Like you're not going to wait a lunar cycle um, to decide what you want for dinner. Absolutely. Um, so if that kind of. Yeah. So I have a question it. for you, Mariah, then, because, okay. you know, like Mariah can see my chart right now. I know you guys can't, yeah. but, you know, from this perspective, what would you say like my throat is a defined center, correct? Yeah, Correct. it's very interesting because I actually started speaking as a child when I was 10 months old. Like, wow, literally, like, you would look at me and it'd be confusing how young I right, for the, the vocabulary. And then coming to Canada in 2004, we moved here and I couldn't speak English. I couldn't. Like, we studied a lot of grammar and stuff, but, you know, I've been in Canada for almost 18 years now, but I would say by four months into being here, like it was such a, like, I don't know, like disruption of my world not being able to speak. Like it was, yeah. I never knew how important language and communication in this way was for me because I could type and stuff, but that's not, it wasn't enough for me. And I never understood why and in four months I was speaking English. Like it was such that's an amazing. insane commitment. Like that's all my brain wanted to learn. So now as you're saying, I was like, oh my gosh, like that makes sense. Like I'm always the one speaking over everybody, like, not on purpose, but it is just such a way that I communicate. And I love that you said that as you're explaining, looking at my chart, I think, yeah, that makes sense. Like, you know, I may have some tendencies there. So thank you for saying that. That explains yeah. a few things in my life. <laughs> yeah. And that's the beauty of human design, getting a reading done. It's just that you do truly like, it's like, wow. I've recognized this about myself, but uh, you know, you give, it gives you that external validation to really like dive into it and be like, hmm, yeah. I, I feel like this is true for myself. What else can be true for myself? And so that's yeah. one of the things I really love. Can I just say too, like you yeah. have your spleen defined. Yes. So that's yeah. your, um, that's intuition for most people. And that's kind of like where, you know, like tapping into that, like traditional idea of intuition. But I feel like for what you particularly do and how you work with women, I, I feel mm -hmm. like, you know, um, so not, I don't know what the percentage of the population, but not, not like 
the heart and the spleen isn't like a very common defined um, center. So like a lot, Mm -hmm. not a lot, well, a lot of people like have their sacral defined or their Mm -hmm. root defined or their throat defined. Mm -hmm. So the heart and spleen is kind of like, it's one that's like less defined Mm -hmm. in the general population. So, but I think for you, it's so perfect. (laughs) <laughs> that um, you have your spleen defined because I feel like you really like try to teach and you lend your like access to that particular like yeah. the intuition um, channel of that to who you coach and everything because not to say that they don't have a defined spleen but you're able to kind of like people are able to feed off that energy it's like mm. you're telling them trust your body trust your intuition, trust your instincts. And I feel like that's like kind of a perfect channel and you have it defined. Um, yeah. You're being able to coach women on like trusting themselves more, right? Like I think yeah. that's a central part of what you teach is really about like, you know, how can you trust yourself? How can you yes. believe in yourself? Mm, I love that. And I think too, just not to keep pushing back to the sacral authority thing, but I was the one thing that's coming to mind as you're saying is that the other thing too in my work that, you know, I encourage women to do is really physically use their body as part of their healing tool, rather than looking at their body as the thing they wish to change. Right. And I think for me, because of my sacral authority that I feel it in my body, how my emotions Mm -hmm. express, I think I have like almost like a tangible way that some people may not of using my body you know, for decision-making and my healing. So I think it's exactly like, I think, you know, you definitely work with a lot of people who are kind of like, um, divorced from their body a little bit, like, you know, yeah. like, mm. because you're not happy with it, you kind of ignore it almost like, and kind of like you shut yeah. yourself off from how your body feels and how to react. And I, you know, I actually think, um, in human design, it's really, you know, it's kind of cutting down some of that. Cause I mean, we do it whether or not like we think we have a body issue, but you know, we do it even as we age or, you know, because we're just so in our head, like we live in our head, we're thinking about the next thing. And, you know, it can be a lot Mm -hmm. of different root causes, but a lot, you know, a lot of us just, we don't listen to ourselves. We don't give ourselves space to listen and say, what does my body need? You know, what does my soul need? And I, and like I said, I, I've said this like so many times, (laughs) uh, but I really think human design is just such a cool system to be able to explore that and to drop out of that um, cycle of just kind of living in our heads and divorcing ourselves from like our purpose and our soul and our physical body and like what our body actually needs or what our, you know, soul actually needs. And even like blaming ourselves for just being mm-hmm. ourselves, which I think is the part that really touches my heart the most is when I see, you know, women doing that. Right. And one of the things that I would say, if I were to put it like in kind of like cheeky terms that what it done for me is that it has really helped me manage my energy and all my time mm-hmm. in all things I do. Right. And Gosh, that's such a good point. Yes. I used to do so, but I didn't understand why, or, you know, I didn't have like a understanding that's what I was doing. Right. Because, you know, if you were to look at my life from like a outside perspective, you would think, wow, like, you know, there's no routine here, which is true. Like if you compare it to my husband, that's very structured. Right. But my routine is in the structure that allows for the flow because mm-hmm. my days are completely different one from the other based on how I feel. Right. Which is like 
as a business owner, I have the luxury, but I worked towards having this luxury now. Uh, so it works great for me, right? Which it wouldn't for my husband, for example. So, and he's a generator as well, but it's just kind of cool to see how it has allowed me to just tap into how am I feeling before I impose myself, I have to do this, or I have to do that, because that's just what you do, right? Like, it's just not a part of how I operate anymore. Yeah, and that was definitely, um, it. human design really opened the door for me to actually embrace managing my energy. Because it's just like something I always heard, like, I always have loved like productivity and time management. But it was so structured that never worked for me, really. Yeah. Like, I am not the kind of person I can't do the same thing every day. Or I can't say, I'm going to sit down and write a blog post for these two hours. Because if I'm not in the right mind yes. to write a blog post, I can't do it. And part of yes. that is like, mm-hmm. I have an open crown. Um, so I kind of need the inspiration and need to kind of have that um, come to me. And a part of it is being a generator. Yep. You have the open crown too. <laughs> like, you know, so like with an open crown, you kind of really do need the inspiration to kick you off. Like you're yeah. not going to just like ideas definitely come to you. It's not being like, you have no ideas because you have an open crown, but it's more you're reacting to that external world. Mm-hmm. Like you're reacting, like somebody said something, maybe they're like, oh, if you're not on the low carb diet, you're doing it wrong or what, you know, and you, yeah. you might be like <laughs> sparked by that, right? Like, so that's part of being a generator is like you're sparked and you're reactive to that. Like you're like, oh, I'm going to write this part, you know, like I'm going to yeah. write this post about like how that opinion yes. is totally wrong. Um, so, you know, but it's really learning, but for me, it was really like opening that door of like allowing time, like time management to no longer just be about time, but more about energy, as you said, and, um, really exploring it from that aspect and Mm -hmm. what, how I work best instead of like using these structures that are so rigid. Totally. And I think I really experienced that with the writing of the book process, um, I had over the last, you know, six months, as we said, I had a few specific times that, you know, I had the weekend, for example, set aside for the writing. I couldn't write, like couldn't write. Like I wanted to do something totally else, maybe nowhere near as relevant, <laughs> you know, but then other days it was almost like I had to write, like it was crazy. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, my fingers would type and type and type and type and type, like crazy type, right? in a coherent way, which is the good part. <laughs> I would read it. Yes. Like, wow, this is actually pretty good. Um, and it was very cool to see that it was very much like inspiration based rather than I have this deadline. I have to put this out, how many pages or whatever. So I'm glad I gave myself the time, right. To do it that way. Yeah. But, Cause I think it could have been a very stressful process otherwise, but that is really cool. I have one final question for you. And then yeah. I would love to hear how people can find you and things. But the final question I frame is like, so somebody say goes in the website you said, and hopefully take your free course. They learn about their design, like how they can actually take that and apply to say their confidence journey or their weight release journey. If they're working on their bodies, like how, what are some things for them to keep in mind that they can use human design for? Um, I think really just it's that inner authority. So, you know, you Mm -hmm. have a certain inner authority based on your design and that's really allowing you to drop out of your head and like out of your mind and listen to your body. Mm -hmm. So, you know, let's just go with the, um, the weight loss, like the weight release example is, you know, it's really learning like, um, 
instead of just like, you know, we get into habits, right? Like, mm-hmm. um, part of that can be like, oh, I always eat lunch at 12, or I always eat this, or like, I can't have this, what, mm-hmm. you know, whatever. Yeah, it is. yeah. Um, so it's really, you know, if you're using that example, it's really about like dropping down and be like, wait, am I just doing this because it's my routine? Or am I just denying this because like, it's bad for me or whatever, you know, label yeah. you put on it? Or, you know, am I listening to my body? What does my body actually need? Like, mm. I don't know, you know, like my body doesn't actually need McDonald's right now. My body needs like to just breathe and maybe meditate or go for, yeah. you know what I mean? Like we have those stress indicators and stuff. And mm-hmm. it's really about um, using your inner authority to tap into what your body actually needs in that instance. Like even with food, do I actually need to eat right now? You know, mm-hmm. is it? Yeah. Is it something my body needs or is it something I've told myself I need? Mm-hmm. Um, so if you use your inner authority, it can help guide you and you learn to trust those gut feelings or your like um, intuition or um, your, you know, learning, okay, I'm on an emotional wave and maybe mm-hmm. I'm feeling low and my go-to is food to fix low, yeah. but that's not what my body really needs. If that makes sense. Like, so yeah. it's honestly, that's like a, and that's why a lot of people say energy type and inner authority. Um, your energy type is how you kind of operate. So it's that mm-hmm. like, hey, I'm a generator. I can go, go, go. Or I'm a protector. Maybe I need a little more um, free time in my schedule. Or like I'm mm-hmm. a reflector. And so I know that I'm really influenced by other people. And I need to make sure like I step back and ask myself yeah. like, is this so you're energy type is really how you operate and your inner authority is how you're supposed to make decisions. So it's really dropping into your inner authority and starting to trust that inner authority. And you do that just by, you know, and I like to say you do make bigger decisions, but you can make like somewhat small, you know, it's just like some of the inner authorities, I don't think makes sense for like, what are we going to have for lunch? But it's really about learning to trust yourself and to become confident. And I know what's best for me. Like, mm-hmm. nobody else knows what's best for me. And I think like, just experimenting with your energy type and your inner authority can really help you just tap into what is that yeah. magic that makes you you, if that makes yeah, sense. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. And even something you said on a highlight that I think is really important is that really that concept of like, even if you're talking more like in your energy type level, which is probably like the first thing somebody would learn, right? Yeah, about their yeah. design. Um, I think one of the problems is see often I call it a capacity problem that women are so not just not even just burnout, which I know it's maybe a step farther, but even just like your bandwidth is just like stretched the max, you know, with potentially say uh, a very busy corporate job. If you're a projector, for example, that you're required to be on for eight hours a day may not be the best match. Right. Mm -hmm. And then you have family life and all those things. So by the time they come home and they have a little bit of me time, they're just in coping zone. Like they're just using food and drinks just to get through because they operated the entire day outside of their essence, right? And I have different vocabulary in my work, but I think it's exactly what it's describing. So even knowing that and potentially understanding why am I feeling so depleted all the time? Because yeah, yeah, your body's going to keep going, but then your hormones are going to start, you know, cortisol and all those things that leads to cravings, blood sugar issues and weight gain. So everything is connected in a way and we can physiologically do something, but if we don't really address that emotional capacity and that, mm-hmm. you know, just 
physical energy levels that we're talking about, it's a much harder process to undo on a physical level of the body, right? So I think that's a yeah. great place as well for women to, to place their emphasis as they're learning their design and compare how does my life actually match, you know, how I best operate <laughs> and then see what the gaps are and start there. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I think, you know, you definitely teach a lot of like mindful and mindset things you know, within your work and within your program. And, you know, to me, human design is just another way to kind of address your mindset and get to know yeah. yourself. It's just like another tool, like just, you know, like any other tool, like there's things that will resonate with you and there's things that probably won't resonate with you. Yeah. And, you know, it's really, for me, human design is really about like taking what, taking what helps you and leaving the rest and, mm-hmm. you know, not taking it too seriously necessarily, yeah. but taking it seriously enough to give yourself space and the permission mm-hmm. to let me explore this. Let me give myself permission to be my best self, to yeah. really embrace those things that light me up and are my strengths and like that other people recognize in me. Cause when you mm-hmm. have your um, human design chart done, you're going to be like, I, I, I've not met anyone who's had their human design chart done and didn't like resonate really hard with at least, you know, some of, some of what came out in their chart. They're like, Oh my gosh, that's so big. Like, I felt <laughs> weird about it. But now I know, like we said, you know, Julia, like you said, like people are like, oh no, you should not be working until 11 PM. And you know, like, yes, like if you're doing that forever, you know, forever and ever and every, like for a year, it might not be healthy for you, but <laughs> yeah. you're able to recognize and embrace. No, like this lights me up. I am so excited to get this idea out there. I'm so excited to get my book out there. And I'm, you know, I'm getting it done, like, because yes. it lights me up and it's, fueling me and it's not depleting me where somebody else it would deplete because that's exactly. not the way they work so yeah I love it so good so <laughs> tell I know you mentioned the free course and I'll put the link below tell us where can people find you online because I'm pretty sure people are going to want to continue learning from you because this has been so exciting at least to me oh. this has been one of my favorite episodes ever <laughs> thank you thank you yes I, I well obviously I like to geek out about it so I'm at the generator way and um dot com and you can find me there or on instagram as well and yeah i have i have i offer like written analysis like a report of Mm -hmm. your human design um so you can find that there and it gives you kind of like what these things mean like if you have a defined sacral or if you have an undefined heart and all these kind of weird terms that we talked about (laughs) it gives you not only what that kind of means to you but also I've done it where you have prompts so you can kind of think about how does this apply to my life or you know how can I apply this to how I'm operating currently within Mm -hmm. your life you know just to give yourself those journaling prompts to really reflect on do I recognize this as a trait in my life or how can I expand on this um you know with how I'm like running my everyday life because to me like with anything it's really about how do you apply it not just like how do you think about it exactly oh so good Thank you so much again, Mariah, for your time, all your expertise. Like I was really looking forward to today and I can tell why (laughs) it was amazing. So thank you again for your knowledge and uh, for this wonderful conversation. Thank you so much. I can't wait to read the book. Yay! (laughs) Coming soon. (laughs) Thank you so much for listening to Confidence From Within. If you enjoyed this episode, take a screenshot and tag me on Instagram at naturally.joyous and I will be sure to tag you back. 
I would also love for you to leave us a review on iTunes so you can help us support our show. Stay healthy and happy, and until next time.